what's up, everybody? Welcome back, and thanks for taking time to join us once again on the Musicians Cafe. We're glad you took time out once again. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with my co-host, a man who's manning the dials over there, Mr. Chris, the producer, Gray. Chris, how you feeling, brother? Great. I'm a professional. I went to school for this. I know. I can tell. <laughs> Just kidding. set up over there. <laughs> if you guys are listening to any of our podcasts, you know that ain't true. <laughs> oh, man. You always get it done for us, so we appreciate that. That's right. Man, it's hot outside, isn't it? Good oh Lord. God. Yesterday was ridiculous. I was in Gettysburg, man, and it was, uh, it was quite hot for sure. So nice and cool where we're at right now. I want you to tell everybody where it is. That's right. We are in Leesburg, downtown Leesburg, in yeah. fact, at the Tally Ho Theater. And somehow, Brian Dick convinced somebody to let us come here <laughs> and record an episode of Musicians Cafe, didn't you? Oh, man, I did. I'm so excited about this, Chris, man. I, you know I fell in love with this venue a long time ago when we were watching some shows down here. And the last time I was down for Ugly Kid Joe, I ran into David. And uh, he was hanging out here by the door. We got a chance to, uh, to exchange a few words. So I got David, I got Chris, and we even got Caleb listening in. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Thanks for uh, coming down and... Checking the place out. Oh, yeah, thanks God. for having us. Yes, man. Glad you can make it. It's a, it's a busy world here at the Tally Ho. You guys have uh, got. Real busy. Oh my gosh, your schedule is, and we'll get into it later on. But you guys are not only scheduling all the time, but then you got to remake your schedule all the time because things change. So I can't even imagine what it must be like for you guys. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, a lot of that work falls on our boss Jack because he does all the scheduling, all the booking. But uh, we're doing more shows during the week now. Uh, you know, most of our shows are primarily Friday right. Saturdays, but we're doing a lot more during the week. Very cool. Uh, moving forward, so it's well, we've got so much to talk about this yeah. great looking building that we're in and everything, how it all got started. So we're definitely going to get to that. Chris, if you got a minute, though, man, I managed to put together a menu, and we can go over that if you like. Yeah, let us know what's going on here in the area. We will definitely do that. We usually start off with a tally ho, but I'm going to say that because we've got the guys right here with us, so we'll talk about their schedule in a little bit. So we're going to start over there at the Hollywood Casino this weekend coming up on the 14th. Is this, that's this weekend, isn't it? Wow. Time is flying. Uh, Chris Jansen's going to be there. You can buy me a boat if you want to. Uh, and then on the 15th, the gang's all here. That's a Skid Row tribute. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. Have you guys had them here? No. No. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, Not I, I yet, anyways. I hadn't heard of them you know, yet, but uh, I like Skid Row, so I'm sure they'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Bear Chase Brewery on the mountain up there on the 14th has Melissa Quinn Fox on the 15th. I thought this was interesting, Chris. Christmas in July. That's one of the acts up there. I love Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me today they were watching the uh, Christmas in July on Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Hallmark 365. And right? I guess uh, I'm, I'm not so sad about that. So it's not surprising somebody picked that as a band. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. cool, yeah. Pete Lapp's going to be there on Saturday as well, and Greg Noller. And then on Sunday, is going to be Josh Souter. So that's a big lineup at Bear Chase Box Office Brewery. Our friends down in Strasburg on the 14th have Scott Stanford and the Wichita Falls Band. And on the 15th, none other than the Chris Darlington Band. Uh, Chris is out going hard this summer, that's for sure. Troubadour Lounge and Park, I got to talk to Sylvia and Tony, but they had nobody listed for this weekend. So I don't know whether they're taking a weekend off. But if you still make the trip out there, it's still a cool place to be. So it's out in Berkeley Springs. Check that out. Piccadilly Public House has none other than Offy, our friend Mike Ophoff, he's going to be there on uh, Saturday, or pardon me, on Friday night. On Saturday, it's going to be Grindstone, and they're going to be there at Piccadilly. The Monument, man, this is pretty cool. This band you guys might have met, too. Uh, on the 15th, Saturday night, they're going to have Rehab. Yeah. Y'all remember just, that? You guys had them here, right? Yeah, they were wow. just here uh, a couple, couple months, months ago. ago. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, I thought I remember seeing them. Mm. Um, they were, were they not early 90s? 
Yeah, mid 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 nineties. Well, I think when they had that big hit. Um, yeah. But how were they? Were they a good show? It, it was. Yeah, it was a good show. They um, crowd loved it. Cool. And, uh, they're going to be there at the monument with Forsaken and Brennan Starr. Don't know those two, but I'm sure it's going to be a good. Forsaken. Good Forsaken's been here. Is that I, right? Yeah, I can't remember when, but I, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and then late that night, this is kind of interesting, Chris. They're going to do uh, the bands with Rehab. I think Rehab goes to 11. And then after 11, they're actually going to have an after-hours show. It's called After Hours with Curfew. So they're going late in the night, man. That's yeah. going to be a late night for them. Yeah. Curfew is always a big crowd, too. I think last time that Curfew came out, they had like fireworks and junk. I don't know if you guys do pyro in, on your stage at all, but the Monument did. Yeah. And, uh, of course... They hit that on their reels for weeks. <laughs> yeah, like, this sure. is actually pretty cool. <laughs> Bright Box Theater is going to be busy on the 14th. They've got Skylar Burrell and Matt O'Ree band. That's a blues uh, bass band. And then on the set, oh, pardon me, on Saturday night, the 15th, the Barefoot Movement. And that's an Americana lineup. That's, that's the genre is so big right now. Uh, and then on Sunday, they're actually going to have a show, and that's Will Carlisle with Joby Riccio. I think it's Riccio or Riccio. I'm not sure, Joby. I hope. Hope I didn't mess that up too bad. Uh, but the, the Bright Box is going to be a busy weekend, too. Paladin, uh, tonight, actually, while we're doing this show, uh, is going to be Six Strings and Bourbon. Uh, Adam Phelps is going to be out playing, so good luck to uh, Adam. And you guys can listen to us on your way over to see him at Paladin. That'd be kind of cool. On Friday night, there's going to be Acoustic Soul. And then on the 15th, this is the Crosswinds Band. Um, that's going to be kind of exciting, too. Paladin's putting some bands in there. That's kind of interesting. This is Stephen City, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you guys haven't been out to the Paladin, man, uh, they got some food that's not like anything you've had from around Winchester. And, uh, of course, they're into the music scene pretty heavy as far as always having somebody playing yeah. music there. And Stephen City bought the um, the unit next to them. So now they have a bigger spot wow. for a band. I didn't band. know yep. that. Yep. So they made a bigger spot. Yeah, yep. cool. Very good. P2, the other half of Paladin, is going to have uh, Brian Nichols on Friday night and Luke Johnson on Saturday. Uh, so you can make it out for that. Backstreet, listen to me. The Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Hell <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. This speak there. The Backseat <laughs> Event Center. Uh, that'll be coming up on Saturday. This show we've been announcing for a while. It's going to be Little Texas, and they're going to be there with uh, Marv Ashby and, and High Octane. And uh, we've talked about Marv Ashby, a friend of the show. He's been on with us and also just a hero to me because he has battled through stuff that I can't even imagine, and he's still out playing music, which is really cool. So make sure if you have not bought tickets to Little Texas, try to go see that. And last but not least on the list, we've got the West Oaks Farm Market. On Friday night is Zach Townsend, and of course, he's the opening act for Sold Out, and we've had Sold Out, too. They're great friends of the, of the show. Uh, the good band, too, huh, Chris, man? They, they definitely make you pants get up and dance, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And Zach is going to be on here in two weeks yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, you're going to have him on, right? Yeah, I forgot yep. about that. And then on uh, Saturday is going to be Mel and Jimmy, the Blackjack Band. They're going to be there, and uh, I'd like to see that, man. They're, they're so good. They're like smooth as silk. And then on Sunday is Jonathan Mitchum. And Jonathan's somebody we got to chase down too, but Jonathan puts on a good act, and he's going to be there on Sunday. So there's your menu, everybody, man. you got to make sure you write something down and make it out and see them. A lot of good music. Huh? Yeah, right? I know. Very cool. And you guys have some cool music we're going to talk about too. Chris, i got one more thing, though, unless you got something to add to the menu. Well, the uh, the only thing that I was thinking is that the Cannon Fire Music Festival was this past weekend. Yeah. It was very well attended. Um, Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Of course, that was to benefit charities uh, for um, addict rehab. 
And so thank you guys for doing that. And it was a big show. Low Water Bridge put on a great show as always. So And they're we, coming back on with us too, right? Yes. Low Water is going to be on uh, August 2nd. Good. Yeah, okay, they cool. got some new music coming out. Yeah, they you, just uh, played here not too long. Yeah. Yeah, and they're great, right? Yeah, that it was a good show. Oh man, they they are. They're really a. Well, they got some new music coming out, and they may or may not give us a sneak peek. Ooh, Ooh on I like the that. Show. Cool. Good. So, yeah, we can definitely do yep. that. All right, I'm going to get to this question real quick, um, and you guys can uh, can kind of ponder it. I think Caleb's got a guess. Probably he's shaking his head. Yeah, he's got a guess here coming. <laughs> Chris. The question is of the show this time is the first album. Who, what? What I should say? What artist uh, put the first album out exclusively on internet? Okay, now it wasn't their their first album, but it was the first album put out on the internet. What artist did that? I don't know, man. You're asking all these questions. Like I've never, <laughs> I've never known. Chris, you got a guess? I don't. No guess, David. I was just happy with the uh, my Bill Bill Haley or not. Uh, that, Bill, that was Bill actually Knowledge. good. Throw that out. Throw that <laughs> out. Oh, that, uh, the first rock song to hit number one on billboards was Rock Around the Clock by yeah. Bill Haley. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know your answer, though, Brian. I well, mean, you're going to have to wait. You keep asking questions of stuff before my time. Yeah. I'm got, done with it. The emergency truck goes by. I hope everybody's okay. <laughs> All right, let's get with it, man. We got through the menu. We have Chris and David with us from the awesome venue, Tally Ho, right here in Leesburg, Virginia. Folks, I, first of all, I got to start off telling you, it is so damn easy to get to. Parking is right next door. They have a beautiful setup in here. I'm telling you, professional lighting, professional stage. They have great seating if you need it in the VIP. You can stand down on the lower level if you want to. They have bars on both levels. This place is laid out great. So before you even think about anything else, buy some damn tickets to a show here at Tally Ho because it's the best place around. Along with the back seat, I don't want to knock the back seat, but this is a great place that's close to Winchester. So anyway, welcome Chris and David. You guys are doing well. What's happening here at Tally Ho right now? What do you guys got on the, on the menu? Uh, we got a lot coming up. We've had a lot going on uh, this week. Just uh, Friday, we've got uh, Cure Tribute, Gathering, uh, Gathering Gloom. Yeah. Uh, first time here. We're excited about that. Saturday is uh, U2-topia, U2 Tribute Band. They've been here a couple times. Numerous times. Yeah. And uh, they always yeah. put on a good show. Sunday is going to be a really good time. We've got Texas Hippie Coalition coming in. Uh, first time here. Sunday night show. I think it's going to be a, a, a pretty raucous time. Definitely looking forward to that. What sort of music is that, David? There are uh, there are hard rock, southern okay. rock, yeah, okay. southern rock, uh, along the veins of like a, a Skinner and, and things of that nature. Gotcha. Um, so we're really looking forward to that, and we had actually uh, raffled off some tickets uh, at a local cancer fundraiser, and. Uh, Tickets to that show were part of the package, so uh, there's been a lot of interest in that show, so that'll be a good one. And then we've got Buck Cherry coming up on the 25th. Oh, man. Buck Cherry. Yeah. Yikes. We've got... Um, Living Color. Living Color on the 28th, I believe. Oh, wow. And uh, we've got a, a, a yacht rock band coming next Friday, the 21st, called Yachtly Crew, and they're a national act out of California, I believe. And it'll be their first time here. And uh, the Yacht Rock does really well here. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, they, they bring out a good crowd, the Yacht Rock bands. That's cool. Um, so, so, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up. A lot of good stuff yeah. coming up. What does Yacht Rock mean 
for me who so is think dumb. uh think hollow notes hollow notes christopher columbus christopher cross christopher cross <laughs> christopher we do what you mean it's all good yeah don't worry about it uh, do, uh a little bit of michael mcdonald yeah. uh okay so Boskags. yeah gotcha there's a there's a playlist on spotify we listen to all the time or uh amazon music it's called grill and chill but it's kind of like a an easy listening to kind of yeah. hang out that's type of it. type that's of music. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sirius uh, just came out with their summertime yacht rock radio. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, I'm looking around the lobby here. We are sitting in the lobby of the Tally Ho, which is very cool. Uh, I have not been any farther than the lobby, but definitely plan on it after the show. Sure. Shame um, on you. you. I know, man. <laughs> well, you guys have a lot of cool posters around here. Um, you've had some pretty significant names. Uh, you've had some people that even I've seen on, on YouTube, like Corey Smith, who's right there at the sure, bottom. Yeah. Uh, Phil Vassar. Um, Sister Hazel. I mean, these are these are bands, that, of course, Kicks and Lit and all these others. Um you're, you guys are all over the place as far as genres, right? I we mean, are. Do you we focus are. on one? or uh, Probably, if, if we were to focus on one, it would be, it would be rock. Right. It would be mostly rock music or, or pop music. Um, we have an 80s tribute band, the Reagan Years, which I'm sure many of your listeners have heard of. They're, they're staples here. Uh, ACDC, we have a, an ACDC tribute band that's really popular here. So a lot of the... the Hair metal, right. 80s rock, uh, a lot of those bands are what really kind of draw the crowd here. But we, we do all sorts. You know, we have the Whalers coming here uh, later on this summer. Uh, we just had Cameron Marlowe, who was a... Uh, He's an up-and-coming country, up country guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, we had a TikTok uh, sensation here back last December, young man named Kid G. Uh, so... We're trying new things. We're trying to broaden some of the, the genres that we do bring in. You know, a little bit more country, uh, but it's mostly it's mostly rock, blues, a little bit of blues. Tab yeah. and Wild's been here a couple of times. Singer, a lot wow. of singer songwriters. Christian Lopez. Yeah, he's yeah. he's local local guy. He's been here numerous times, and it's a fantastic show every time he comes. That's great. That's great. So what's interesting to me, and I think one of the main reasons why I asked about the the genres is. Because, you know, you guys as a theater, as a venue, you're going to book what's going to make you money. And that makes sense. Uh, but that also means that there's a lot of people around here that are begging for rock music. Some, some sure. older, I mean, do you, do you find that you're one of the only places that house people like this? Or is it, I mean, is it because of the location or what? I mean, it, it's, it's a little bit of both. We, we definitely take, take into consideration what people are asking for. Right. Uh, but we're also, we're in a very unique location in that. You know, we're we're far enough away from Winchester, far enough away from Northern Virginia. We're kind of in a sweet spot for you know people to come down from Frederick or to come over from Winchester or to come up from uh, Alexandria and, and those areas to to catch that one show. And you know, all due credit to the town with the way it's prospered. Yeah, right. You know, with the with the bars and the restaurants that we have, literally, you know, you can walk. And so you have, you get a lot of people that come here and they make an evening of it. They come early, they have dinner, have a few drinks, come here for a show. And then sometimes they go back out afterwards. Um, 
But the owners are, yeah, the owners, they listen and they want to try and bring in what people are asking for. And that's why we have a lot of those tribute bands that come here on the regular. Right. Because they're the ones that people want to come see. And hear the songs that they remember from, you know, their youth. That's why I come. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly why I come. Yeah. Okay. So I'm always the guy on the show that always sort of wants to rewind everything. We know this was originally a movie theater, but you know, Chris or, or both of you together, whatever, walk me through how it gets started. What's the origins of the Tally Ho and how, how did you guys even get involved? I know it's a big question. Well, just start in here and dig in and let us know. <laughs> Our involvement's not, you know, how we got to be here is kind of just is an odd story. But so the theater was actually built back in 29, 1929, and it ran as a movie theater for 80 years. Wow. Uh, it was owned by, I believe the gentleman's name was, last name was Pitts, and he was a movie guy. He owned several theaters. Understood. And so it ran as a, it ran as a movie theater um, all those years. And then the family that owns it now, the Devines, uh, Don Devine, uh, bought it in around two, early 2000s. Okay. And they leased it as a movie theater for a short bit. Along came some competition locally in the movie theater business. And he initially was going to sell it and opted not to. And they had this vision to make it a movie or a music venue. And it took a couple of years. And they finally got the groundwork, got the support, and opened it up. Closed in like 2012 or 2011. Did some major renovations. Because it used to be an actual twin theater. Okay. Uh, you know, tore the wall out, tore all the seats out, you know, put the, the bars in and did all this work. And opened up in December of 2012 as a music venue and so we just celebrated 10 years this last december nice yeah um but uh, it's it's there's a lot of old bones in this building still we just did a, a bathroom renovation here uh, a year or so ago and just tearing out everything to do that you could really see some of the old the old tally-ho coming through and there's a picture on the wall over here from back in the day when it was a movie theater and uh yeah there's there's a lot of you get a, you, it's that feeling you just get when you come in here. That's, right. Yeah. You know, it's not a. It's it's not new. This is this building's got a lot of history, a lot of story. Town Leesburg just did a big story on the Talio, and I can't remember if it's on their website or on their Facebook page. Um, but they broke down the entire history. You know who owned it, when the Divines bought it, you know, the first band that played in here. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Emmett Swimming was the first band to sell out here. I was going to ask that question. And they just played last night, actually, for a benefit. Um, So it's a lot of history in here. And I think that's why a lot of people come here is because it's so rich in history. Right. I mean, you come to the outside, you know, we still, you know, put put letters up for the shows. You know, it's not a digital board. It's not anything like that. It's, you know, our box office girl or guy, whoever is working, goes out there and Puts a show up every week. Every week, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I feel like the small town movie theaters are dying. I mean, if not already dead. And it's because of, you know, big, I'm not a film guy, but big film, um, you know, just monopolizing everything. And there's these big companies that own these theaters now. Well, and you can go to, you can go to a local movie theater and you can get the reclining seat, and you can eat your dinner right as you're watching right. the movie, and, and get wait, you know, you know get get served. Right. 
The reclining seats really what gets me, honestly. Yeah. It's like, all right, I, it, I get beer and I get to lean back. It, it's funny. I'm good. Even to this day, I mean, it, it'll happen next week. You know, we'll be open and inevitably somebody says or asks, hey, do you all sell popcorn here? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, and we're it's like, that. I think within the last two years, they just stopped getting movie, movie posters. Yeah, they still get movie posters Is here. To no put, like to put in the in the yeah. two cases outside oh for gosh. like upcoming features, they just stopped getting those posters. Wow, well, that shows the history. Who know. did we talk to? Was that box office that had all those playbills up in the uh, the attic? Yes, did, exactly. Do you was. guys have a bunch of old playbill you should, posters? You should see. Yeah, we I still mean, have we still have film reels in yeah. them. The projection room is still here. Right. Uh, it's 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 doesn't get used much, but you can still when you go up there, and, and we'll take a, a walk up there here after we're done, but. We still have uh, film canisters up there. Yeah, they still have there. both projectors. Yeah. Okay. One's like upstairs, originals. one's down the basement. Wow. And it's if you're from 1929, I don't know if it's probably from there, not but. that old. <laughs> but and if you're and if you're really into into storytelling, the rumor is, and I haven't been able to confirm this, but uh, supposedly this place is haunted. Okay, I was going to ask that. Uh, yeah. the, one of the the old projectionist I was told passed away here. Something many, many, many years ago, and so he supposedly still walks, walks around at night. So that's kind of cool. Who knows? I did feel somebody rocking out with me last time I was here watching <laughs> the show. I'm pretty sure that might have been who it was. Right? Well, we all been here late at night. I would assume Clean, well, cleaning up. Getting we're the last ones out. We're yeah. the last ones out, and and there's a lot of creaking. There's a lot of creaking and thumping when you go to lock slamming. I mean, just <laughs> lights flickering, things yeah. like that. You know, but you know, it, it, I mean, it, it's so cool that somebody decided to make a music venue out of it. Um, but it's almost a no-brainer, really, because I mean, the location is good. And then I've noticed, you know, the way the building and structure where it sets, you know, your tour buses can get right outside here for your national acts that you have. They're in and out easy. You have a nice green room area upstairs. I mean, I know that thought processes went in to make this all happen, but. Gosh, I mean, it's it's just perfect. It's just a great place, and it's and it's evolving. Even you know, here ten years later, yeah. You know, our boss Jack and uh, his dad, you know, Don. You know, it's a family business. It's, you know, the Divine family owns it and runs it, and they've got a lot of they've they've got they've got a good vision. They've got a lot of ideas, and it's just a matter of you know finding the time in the schedule because it's we're so busy with shows, finding time in the schedule and and putting that vision, you know, sure in place. Um, you know, it's even since the time that we've been here, you know, there's been some, some rearrangement of the bar areas. The sound booth has been relocated We new, you know, new lighting, new projectors, new sound, you know, just a lot of improvements right. and it's just, it's, it's continual. Wow. And uh, so we're really, really excited for, you know, the next 10 years to see what, uh, what we can get done here. Who has the longest tenure here between you two guys? Started uh, we started the same day. Did you really? So <laughs> how cool is that? The the way we came to work here, you know, we're both huge fans of live music, right? And we both have full time jobs. We have families, um, and we were talking on the phone one day, and I just made mention, you know, I'm going to call them up and see if they need any help. It's always something we want to do, and I so I sent an email to taliotheater.com saying, hey. I like live music. You guys need any help? And he, they, uh, Jack emailed me that day, same, right back that same day, and said, "Actually, we do." Hell yeah! When you want to do? Awesome. Yeah. And so I came up the next day, and 
sat down with Jack right inside the venue here, did a, a two-minute interview, if that. And while I was sitting there, I, he said, well, when do you want to start? I said, I'll start. He said, well, we have a show this weekend. Can you help me work this weekend? I said, yeah, and you know, while we're at it, you know, my best friend, you know, he's in a restaurant. So we're best friends. Yeah. We've been best friends for 30 years. Now I'm putting it all together. So, so, good. Okay. I tell Jack, I said, yeah, my best friend, you know, he's in a restaurant. Tell him to give me a call. Hires him right on the phone. Wow. Two days and later, we're so working. So sold-out Regadier's show was so our first show. Sold-out Regadier's show was our f- And I, I'll be honest, in the, you know, in the interest of full disclosure, at the end of that night, I was really kind of second-guessing. Because <laughs> it was, I mean, all due respect to Regadier's fans, but they know how to party. Right. Yeah. And uh, one of our biggest responsibilities as the new guys on the block was a lot of trash we had to clean that yeah, night. But, sure, um, yeah, sure. And we were thrown right to the wolves. I yeah, mean, deep into the pool. And... Loved it ever since. I mean, this wow. is, I, I put, you know, I do some social media posting and I vote, you know, hashtag best job ever. Yeah. I mean, it's just nice. You know, it is. And now that we're managing the place, uh, you know, it, it, no, you know, it, all the credit to, to Jack and his dad and stuff, you know, for giving us, you know, for trusting us, trusting to, us to yeah, basically yeah. run their know, business. I mean, giving us the keys to the store, so to speak, because uh, we we've got such a great staff here. Everybody gets along, works well together, and it's it really is. There's not a lot of jobs that you wake up, not you know, not you wake up at six o'clock in the evening, but not a lot of jobs you like look forward to going to. Right, right. you get excited. You know, the schedule comes out, and you know we're. We're harping to each other, you know, well, I want to work this show. I want to work that show, too. So there's often nights where we're both working together. That's cool. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just it's, a, it's exciting to, to know that you're going to be working, like Buck Cherry, for example. Right. There you yeah. go. I mean, you, get yeah. to meet, you get to meet some really cool people. Yes. Um, you know, my, my basement looks like this wall. I mean, I have all posters, signed posters, all down in my basement. That's awesome. Um, I mean, I bring Caleb to shows. You know, he loves coming to certain shows. So it's just reason that young man right. That's good. Live music. I mean, I local live music I'm a huge fan of. Um and we I mean we both are. So when these local bands come in here or you know, like a band Killer Deluxe played last night and I thought those guys were great. Um you know, Emmett Swimming, those guys are great. Yeah. So I mean I just one of the one of the downsides we've discovered though is all these other concerts and performances that are going on in various venues and right. places. We never get to go. We never get to go anymore because <laughs> we're always working. Right. So we try and hope that they come here right. so we can yeah. see them right. here. Right. Well join the club. I mean, that's why we started this podcast, is just because of the freaking talent in um uh, live music around here. Yeah, we love live music too, and we yeah. love live music that doesn't suck. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of it around Winchester, and we're going to include Leesburg, obviously, in that, too. I appreciate that. Um, before we get too far, we n- never really talked about it. What are y'all's positions here at the Tally Ho? So, we're both managers. Okay. Um, so, kind of the hierarchy, if you will. You know, the Divine family owns, owns the building, the property, and the business. Uh, Jack, who's our boss, is uh, owner slash general manager, I guess you would say. And then it's... Chris and I are just, you know, we're managers. Gotcha. Um, they do a lot of work during the week, you know, supplies and inventory and, and maintenance and things like that. All Jack does all the bookings and the schedulings and the contract work and whatnot. 
and then they basically leave leave it to Chris and I to to come in on show nights, make and, it happen, and make it happen. Get the staff yeah. get the staff in place, you know, meet the bands, right. you know, make sure that they're taken care of. And we have a we have a front of house staff that's pretty top notch as well. You know, sound and lighting people, production staff that that come in and do their thing, um, but. You know, we do all the we do all the hiring and, and firing of employees. We do all the scheduling, and uh, we're basically kind of the uh, you know Jack comes to comes to us with stuff, and then we take it to staff and vice versa. And you know, but they've they've given us you know all the trust in the world to, to take care of this place right. when they're not here. Because you know Jack especially, he's he's a new new father. Oh, wow. So you know he's got his hands full definitely with his with his baby girl and sure. uh, his dad Don you know he's property owner owns a lot of property here and around town and, and they spend a lot of time at the beach yeah so they're 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 a busy family they're on the, they're an on the go family gotcha. so yeah it uh, feels good that they let us you know yeah take well, care of this place for it me. has to feel good right because I mean I don't think we've said it on the podcast yet but before we started you guys don't really have um, a live music background. Is, is no, that accurate? That's well, correct. I mean, David, you, you, you've been a DJ. Yeah, uh, you so DJ weddings, stuff like that. Our, our live music, our music venue management was born here. Um, now, we're both, we're both also, uh, we've been in the, in the fire service for a, a good while. Oh, so you, you, pick up a, you pick up a lot of management and, and kind of interpersonal skills, if Absolutely. you will, yeah. uh, in, in that line. And that a lot of that transfers to here when you're dealing with staff, you're dealing with customers, an irate person, you know, calling on the phone or something, you know how to kind of yeah. Yeah. massage the situation, if you will. Uh, but as far as like a lot any of, sort of you know, like, training, no. Yeah, yeah, our live music passion, I guess, started, I mean, I know mine started at a bar right up the street, you know, Spanky's that yeah. used to have a lot of live music. I mean, they still do, but the bands that you know, really got us turned on to live music. play there, they, they play here now. No, they saying. don't play oh. anywhere. But, <laughs> but then we were really into the Philly music scene, you know, the beach scene. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's where I, like, where I really fell in love with live music. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Was that Philly-based? And, you know, and going to see these bands at, you know, they do a thing in Herndon all summer, the Friday Night Live thing. and we Yeah. Were, uh, seeing bands when we would go on vacation up to you know to the beach areas, and uh, yeah, just kind of, and that's kind of what prompted us to want to come work here is to take that passion that we have to just see live music and get paid for it. Yeah, and you know, here we are, six, you know, five, six, six years, years later. later, and I can so buy into what you're selling because I'm I'm wired the exact same way. Chris, you mentioned something a while ago that kind of struck me. I, I would have trouble with this. I'd become a fanboy. Like literally when there's certain artists yeah, 100%. here. 100%. You know, I, I can't, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I stood at the top of the stairs when I was here last time praying that Whitfield Crane would come up the steps and I get a chance to say hello to him. Yeah, I'm 55 years old. What am I doing? You know, feeling like that. But I was. 
And he, unfortunately, he made the side exit, and I understood that because he wanted to get out of well, there. Well, he, he and I have both. We've we both fanboyed over uh, some Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we had staff last, We had a couple staff that were working last night that initially had taken off because they wanted to come to the show, and I coerced them into actually working you know, with the promise that I would put them in various positions so that they could actually watch the show. Sure, yeah. And, uh, you know, that again, that's one of the perks is if, you know, you love the band and you can get paid to sit here. You do have to do some work, but you catch yourself every now and again just kind of like staring at the yeah. stage and just enjoying it. Sure. I don't want to single anybody out. That's not my purpose of my question. But by and large, are you, are you often, um, you know, found that, gosh, you know, it turns out those people that I admire, they're really cool. Do you find, by and large, most of them are easy to get along with? Or Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've had... It's it's surprising. I mean, I've worked one show where I was unhappy. Yeah, there, most, right. of the, most of the acts, you know, you think some of these acts are going to come in. Was. 100%. <laughs> I, well, I, I, you know, to go, back to, to go back to Buck Cherry, since they're coming here shortly, you know, you look at those guys and they're they're hard you know, tatted and yeah. you know hard rock. And you hear like you, a lot of things from back like when they first came out and how you know Josh Todd wasn't it? Those guys couldn't be. I mean the nicer they up, couldn't be nicer. You got wow. Josh Todd, the, you know the front man from Buck Cherry. He's up in the green room doing yoga. You know, it's just, you, and then they. I mean the last so time they were here, they just sat at the bar yeah. and we just chatted. I mean, just yeah. like regular See, I people. I love that stuff. So oh. many so many of the bands that come through here you think are going to carry these big personalities and these egos, and they're just entirely unassuming. Just You could just run into them at the grocery store. Wow. I mean, we had Afro Man here. Not, I mean, it's been a while, but that guy sat in this lobby and thanked every single person who came to his show. Dude, really? shook every single person's hand. Yeah. That's how, why I got high, I guess. How old is... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how old is Afro Man? I'm looking it up. He's 48. Yeah. Okay. That's well, young, by the way. Yeah, I mean, no, he, pulled, he pulled up. He pulled up, parked this in the a, fire. This is, a great, this is a great story. Got his Colt 45 and a joint. No way. It said, when do you need me to go on? I said, man, I need you to be on at 8. He walked right through the crowd, got up on stage, and started singing. I mean, just like that. Unbelievable. Parker stayed in the fire lane the entire no sound time. No nothing. No sound check, no nothing. That's what's up. What time did he show? What time was he out here? 7.55. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's like, I'm here, man. But when they, when Poured they, his drink. He did his job, Went up right? on stage. Interacted with the crowd, like came down and sang, like in the middle of the crowd. I was off that night, and he called. He calls me and tells me a story, and it was something. When he went, he went to leave. He just said, "Okay, had to do Ohio. See you later." Like got in his car and got drove. his Cadillac and drove back to Ohio. So, he drove himself. Yeah, yeah. Right. he like, showed up by himself and drove himself from seven thirty to eight o'clock. He had to be gripping then, right? Were I, you I not? Was, yeah, I was I like, have. I called him. I was like, "Hey, man, it's seven forty-five. Right. And my man's not here. And then he comes through. Rolls up. Rolls wow. up, starts. So most joints, uh, obviously, here in Virginia aren't smoking inside. Um, but, like, you get an act like, I know, Ron White. You probably haven't had Ron White here, but he smoked cigar the whole time. I mean, do you let... There's a did, little did bit... Did Afro Man have himself a little, a little, little bit, bit of leeway? Um, <laughs> by and large, we are, you know, yeah. we are by law a non-smoking venue, and so right. obviously you can't come in and vape or smoke or anything. But it's Afro Man. But Arrest his ass. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the acts... So, let me put it this way. Sometimes we go into the green room and we just say... Open the window. Do us a favor, open the window. There you go. There you <laughs> go. And we close the door, you know, and just leave it at that. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. 
Now, one of the things that jumps out to me when I come here is is the appearance that you have. You have a, an amazing looking stage, and it the lighting is so professional looking. It is professional. Um, you have the background with the videos, even before the band goes on. There's videos and stuff going on. So you had mentioned your production com- group that you have here. Yeah. Are they used for every group that comes here, or does? Is it's, that, is it's that up mix. in the air? Is it's it? a okay. mix. Most, most of the local or the tribute bands that come through, uh, our production team takes care of that. Our production team's involved in every show, whether they're doing the actual show okay. or just helping with the load-in and kind of the pre-production or the pre-show setup. Um, but some of the acts that come through, they bring their own lighting guy or they'll bring their own sound guy or both. And then our production team will just kind of provide support to that. Right, but um, our our main our uh, A one audio one uh, Tyson he's he's been here a while and he does a lot of work on national uh, national performances. He he does some big time some big time stuff outside of the venue here, but you know he does a lot here as well. And um, it just depends on the band really what yeah. they have, and that's all that's all handled in the advance in the contract phase with Jack as far as what they need, what we have and what, you know, what we need to do for them. Being around music my whole life and you guys know you have too. it, the, everything is, is so fast paced. And what I'm getting at is like the equipment that you guys use here. It's always state of the art, I'm sure. But how often does that sort of cycle through and you're updating again? Is that all the time? We just, Within the last two weeks, got a new lighting console for our lighting guy. Wow. Um, last year, bought a brand-new soundboard. Yep. And um, so, that, I mean, the Divines, they are, you know, I mean, they, you know, obviously they run a business, right? And, sure. You, you know, I think we were one of the only venues open during COVID. Yeah, um, I came here during COVID. Yep. You know, we, we had shows every weekend during COVID, seated shows, 160 people. Good for you. Um, yeah, but that's awesome. It and a lot of it was the same bands over and over, but they had, you know, promised the sound guy, promised the lighting guy that they would get new stuff. You know, the computer started to fail and stuff like that. So, I mean, all our sound lights, you know, uh, the boards are all brand new. Yeah. So they're they're constantly updating stuff like that. And our lighting guy makes a list probably once a month. Yeah. Of stuff, and we constant, you know, and lights is you know lights. Probably the most expensive thing, and he's absolutely constantly. Yeah, we don't a want. We don't want much. For, we don't want for much here. I mean, it. Mm-mm. You know, especially with the production side, they're they're really they're as proactive as they can be to to make sure that we've got the best equipment. Yeah. That yep. you know, and even you know, even on some of our other you know our 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 bar operations and whatnot, they really try and. You know, make sure that we have an overall good product to give to the, the people that are buying the tickets that are coming in here weekend. We have a lot of ticket buyers, a lot of a lot of patrons that you know, you get to know them on a first name basis yeah. because they're here every week. Repeatedly. Um, you know, they're friends of the venue, so to speak. So uh they they go to great lengths to try and make sure that, you know, we're giving them you know, something for their money. Right. And the owners know who those people are. Like Jack and Don know who those people are. And that's to me goes a long way with an owner to go, you know, 
David comes in here every week. Like, I know who David is. is when nice. Jack or Don, I, I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I saw Don. Jack maybe will come in here and, and work a show just to, I think that's where Jack gets his, his ideas. Gotcha. He'll come, oh, yeah. he'll come work a show and go, that's not, you know, we can do the better. lines at the be bar better. are too long. This is what we're going to do to improve it. Yeah. So, I mean, um, what a lot of people don't understand is when they walk into a venue and they sit down and they get their beer and they, they watch their band, what they don't realize, um, is that it takes a lot of work to get them in the door, sitting there drinking their beer, and even before the downbeat, right? There's, there's so much work, and you've mentioned your production team before. We know you have a sound guy, uh, and you have a light guy. The, the reality is you probably have more than one sound guy. We so, do. Some depth we there. Do. You have more than one light guy, and then you have a bunch of people on the back end as well, right? Well, so, yeah, every, every person has... Uh, a number two or a number three you know we have a couple different sound guys we have a couple different lighting guys um jack he's probably the one out of everyone that you know he's got all of the contract negotiations and and all the advanced stuff that's that's his plate and that's really that probably takes more time than anything is you know he's already booking shows in the next year uh, you know, he's, he's working on stuff that you know, we won't hear about for months. Um, and it's just, it's, it's every day. It's seven days a week, probably. Um, and then when they are booked, that's when we start getting it. That's when we start getting the advances about, you know, it's a, is it a seated show? It's a, you know, general admission standing. They need loaders to help get the equipment in for the show. They need a merch seller. They need... So it's it's a lot of, you know, pieces to the puzzle. Sure. Yeah. And you just you, you drop them into place as you get closer and closer to the show. Some stuff you don't know until you get here. Wow. Yeah. You know, wow. and a lot of that falls on the bands. Those, are, those are fun nights. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I can only but imagine. Yeah, it's, it's, those are fun nights. Any given show, it, it, some of those shows have probably been on the radar for, for months. Wow. You know, that he's working on, you know, trying to find, you know, find a date on our schedule, find a date on their schedule and see if we can get them to line up. Sure, yeah. And, uh, you know, that, and that's why we have shows on some, you know, Tuesday nights sometimes is because that's it's the only dates that we can work. Um, but it's a, it's a lot of, lot of back end work that you don't hear about or see about. You know, beer deliveries on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Food. inventory. You know, we you come in here and you know you've got a pile of inventory that you got to get put away, and you know, getting the venue cleaned up and, and set up, and it's you know, you come in you come in at seven o'clock on show night, and yeah, there's been you know days, hours, weeks, months worth of work. Wow. To to get that door open at seven o'clock. Wow. That's impressive. You know, just doing this show, Chris and I, you know, we have a weekly guest, okay? And we've had situations where people had to back out on us at the last second. You know, and it makes you scramble. I can't imagine doing and, and I know you guys aren't exactly on the scheduling as much as, as others, but I can't imagine because that happens fairly often, right? People will you well, know t- well today today is a pretty a perfect example you know, right. where, you know we had a show scheduled and you know 
for whatever reason, it had to get postponed and COVID was. A, it happened was, a lot during COVID. It happened a lot say, during COVID, yeah. you know. Like if bands were back to back nights, they would play the one night and somebody would pop positive the next night. So they'd have to cancel uh, or postpone. And it we, just, we had to announce that. Yeah. Times. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's been, it, it doesn't happen often. But it does, you know, on occasion, you know, we'll get a phone call from Jack saying, hey, we've had to, you know, we've had to postpone the show or we're going to reschedule the show. Or, and it can it can range from anything from, you know, a band member getting sick or sure. something. You know, it's travel or. Yeah. And so you just if you have the time, you can he does you know, everything you can to plug something in. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Try and plug something in to, to just keep, keep the doors open, keep the lights on. But there's some, there's just sometimes it's just so last minute that the staff get an impromptu night off and, you know, it's not ideal, but it, you know, it's part comes with the territory. I gotcha. Cause I know that could be tough. And I was thinking, you know, what do you do? Do you have a stable of artists that you keep? You know, last minute, hey, well, I need you, you. It's, you know, you you had mentioned Low Water Bridge back when we were talking about what's coming up next. And uh, they played here just recently, and they were actually scheduled to appear with another band. And the other band had to pull out for whatever reason. I can't remember what it was. Was it uh, Woody Woodworth and the Piners, maybe? I can't or remember. Or did they fill in? Maybe. So, remember, yeah. so, Low Water, so Low Water Bridge was actually, they were on the bill. And so Jack called and said, hey. This other band can't do it. You know, you guys up for, and they're like, yeah, we're in. And so, you know, we, the show went on and it was a fantastic night. Yeah. That's and cool. I can't wait to get those guys back, actually. We've been able to enjoy their meteor ride to the top. It's been great. They, yeah. they are something else. A little yeah. band out of Berryville. Who would have thought? Yeah, exactly. And they're not finished either. Like I said, they got more music coming out, but man, they, they make the trip down to Kentucky. You know, I guess Kentucky is the whole, like, oh, that's where Americana is. But, I I mean, there's a lot of Americana here in freaking Winchester. Yeah, it, it's yeah. interesting, you know, bands like Low Water Bridge and, and similar bands, you know, they've got a lot of friends. They've got a lot of followers. Yes, and, a you lot. Know, these, these bands yeah. come in, and then, you know, we're checking people in with their tickets. And then at the end of the night, you see these same fans, you know, the people that you just checked in. Well, they're down there talking to the band and they're calling each other by their first names. Uh-huh. And, hey, we'll see you next week. Or, you know, hey, what are you doing here? We just saw you last week. It's 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 really neat to yeah. see some of these bands. In yeah, the I mean, we get, and the, the other the other weird and funny part is you can sit here and check tickets and check IDs and stuff. And you're like, Florida. Oh, yeah, I flew up. I flew up specifically for this. Really? Show. Wow. Or. You know, the lady bought tickets from Wisconsin to come to a show. I mean, th- these people come. They, they, they follow the band. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. What is what is the capacity here? What what do you guys have set as a limit? Is there, do you have- so the, the ticketed capacity, the ticketed capacity is 600. Uh, the overall occupancy is 650. And that's for the entirety of the, uh, the music venue, the restaurant that we have attached uh, to the to the music venue. And then also, obviously, our, our VIP section. So let's talk about the restaurant, because we haven't said anything about it yet. Um, what do you guys know about that? I don't know anything about it. So in, in an effort to abide by ABC regulations in the state of Virginia. You there, have, there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. You have to have a, you have to have a food. 40%. Com- yeah, you have to have a food component to, okay. your, to your, your establishment. And the restaurant, the property, is actually owned by the Divines. 
but a separate restaurateur, if you will, actually runs it. And it's currently it's a Smashburger, Leesburg. It's a it's a hamburger awesome. joint. I will say they do have a good burger. Yes, they um, do. They're open every show night, and they're they're trying to open up a little bit more during off hours, during off nights for the venue. Um, it started off uh, as a Lulu Bistro, which that was before my time. Italian taco. It was, yeah, apparently it was a taco joint at some point that was insanely popular because we have people even today right. that haven't been here for a while and say, Oh, y'all don't have the tacos anymore. Oh, wow, okay. Um, then it went to another burger place. Right. Then it went to pizza. But uh, now it's back to burgers. Now it's back to burgers. But and they are good. And they're and oh, they're yeah. expanding their menu um, with more of a like appetizer based onion rings, French fries, stuff like that. So hopefully they'll expand a little more with throwing some more appetizers. And you do have the you know when menu. you come here for a show. Uh, you do have the ability to to go in and order something and then take it into the yes, venue. That's awesome. While you're watching while you're watching the show. Yeah, when I was 25, that wasn't a huge deal for me. Now that I'm older, <laughs> right. And, and right? I I recommend buying the VIP and then also make sure you get some of the food here. It's great. Well, while you mentioned the VIP, when you do come here for a show and you buy a VIP ticket, uh, you get. A seat. Yes. Uh, you have a separate service bar all to yourself. Separate bathrooms, which seem to be a big hit some show nights. Yep. But we also have table service, and that's kind of a it's a holdover from our COVID days, where you can actually order your drinks right from your table, and the bartender yep. bartender brings it right. You don't even have to get up. Yeah. Unless yep. you want to stretch your legs. And I didn't the last time I was here, David. I didn't get it once. There you go. <laughs> And the great thing about it is, too, is the VIP lets you in a half hour early, too, which is kind of cool. When we can, yeah. When you can. Yeah, when we can. A lot of that anyway. depends on the band. I got you. Understood. Okay. And I'm not going to lie. Um, if you could figure out a way to bring the tacos back, that wouldn't be a <laughs> bad thing. Well, the uh, good thing about Leesburg is if you do Jones for a taco, there's an outstanding taco joint yep. literally two blocks around oh, the corner. there you go. There's two taco places within yeah. five buildings. If, if you're hungry and you come to a show here, and you go home hungry, clearly you're a picky eater. Exactly. And, and that brings up a good point, too, David. I mean, you know, we want to support your establishment here, but you can make a great date night out of this. You can bring Absolutely. somebody down, yeah, the town literally Leesburg, walk around the corner and get something great to eat. You know? The town of Leesburg does a thing in the summertime where they shut King Street down where all the restaurants are. They used to do it on Fridays and Saturdays. Now they are just doing it on Fridays for some reason. But they shut it down. They have outdoor dining. So every restaurant on that street... Has tables set up. Yeah, I mean, and you can you you know the parking great here. Food. Parking here is is free after five o'clock in the evening and all weekend, which is you know unheard of in in a town like this. Sure, I mean we have three parking garages within within three blocks. Right, yeah. and so right. you know, and a lot of people do you know when, especially when we have people that come down from Maryland or or you know a bit of a distance, they'll come early. They'll get parked. They'll grab some food walk around a town that they've probably never been in before and do a little window shopping and then they come here for the show and yeah you can you can definitely make it you, you can make a day out of it here really uh we have people that stay the night too they'll, they'll grab a hotel room and and uh you know come to a show and get out of here late and just take an uber across town and crash at a hotel right right do you guys offer babysitting services <laughs> Yeah, he's I right have here. A, I have he's a, right here. He's 12 years old. I got a five-month-old. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because this is one of the other unique features to us as a music venue 
is all of our shows are all ages unless That's awesome with the exception of new years yeah ex- exception of new years and or otherwise specified by the band yeah and i will say I've seen some little kids in here on the front rail, yep. earmuffs on, and they are just rocking away yeah, with mom and dad. Yeah, okay. and it, Joe had that. And, yeah. it, and it's great because a lot of the bands that come in here and see that will bring these kids up on stage. Yes. I mean, they'll make it an experience for this kid that I'll never forget it. Yeah, and yeah. you never get tired of watching good parenting like that. That's that's great. <laughs> That's how I'm going to raise them. I think, I think Brian just gave me a hint. <laughs> yeah, man. The only thing we don't offer is stroller parking, but we can figure yeah. something out. All right. Yeah, I'll take it. I cannot go through this show without asking this because I didn't ask for the bad stuff, but give me a favorite. Like, when you, who's been here or who comes, Chris, that you can go, man, I just love this one. That's like picking a favorite child. Right? <laughs> you go first. You can pick one or two if you want. They're all um, listening. Be careful. Maybe I I go back. We've gone back to it a couple times. We had uh, and it's been a couple years ago, and I think they just recently played it back. Oh, I know where you're going. Blackstone Cherry. Blackstone Cherry. We had Blackstone Cherry, and when they performed here, we had a young up and coming artist named Tyler Bryant. Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. And he has since come here. He has since come here and headlined. Okay. And and he's well, I'd say he's not going places. He's already at places. That's he's probably, had music in Yellowstone. I mean, yeah. he's, he's that wow. show really that show really sticks out as one of my favorite. And some of these, you know, I, I mentioned uh, ACDC tribute band Livewire. Yeah, um, they're one of my favorites that come through because Ten they, Band is probably one of my yeah, favorites. They the bands that come in here that are so dedicated to the to the tribute of the band they're emulating, uh, the Four Horsemen yeah, guys out of Ohio. Yeah. Um, you know when you see them on the schedule that you're going to get a damn good show. And so those are my favorites. But I also like the, the ones that you haven't seen before that, you know, the starving artists, if you will, the up-and-comers that, you know, they're so excited to be here. And, yeah. you know, they're so, so appreciative and they're thanking you and they're just, you know, they're just ex- glad that we would give them the opportunity to perform here. Um, I will say there's really not a, I mean, there's been a couple stinkers, but they're they're just so few and far between. Yeah, they. You know, you just we've had. There's one bad show that we had, and, <laughs> and we're not gonna we're not gonna. It's right there. I'm too. not gonna. We're not <laughs> gonna name, like show that no, show. I say, us, but, I say, I'm not gonna name names, but uh, that's because you've never had to. You never even called him by his name. Oh, okay. If, oh, anyone, if anyone picks pick up, it up on <laughs> that, you, you got it from that. Me. Was, I can understand that. That that. It was probably the worst show that I've ever worked on. Understood. Oh. Understood. We've heard over the years, we've heard of sort of the decline of the performance of that particular artist. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah for sure. Well, before we head out of here, guys, um, we're going to get some dinner in Leesburg. But uh, what did we forget? What did we forget about the, the tally ho that you guys want to let everybody know about? That's our fans calling here, by the way. So, yes. I'm gonna, I, I will say, I do want to put this out. Um, Tallyhotheater.com at your one-stop shop to see what's coming up. It's got the most detailed list of all the shows. You can buy your tickets directly from the website. Please, folks, if you're listening and you want to get tickets and you don't, you can't get them at our box yes. office. Our box office is open on five o'clock show nights, so you can uh, you can certainly uh, come down and, and pick up tickets for any show. Uh, you can get tickets for any show when we're open. Um, but if you go on our website, get the tickets directly through TallyoTheater.com. 
be wary of the the online sites that say they have tickets to our shows, but yeah. in fact, gotcha. you're going to end up getting you're going to end up getting in a pinch. So we really want our we want our our people to to be able to get a ticket, come here and see a show, and not have to worry about getting scammed. And it it can't be any easier. I bought lots of tickets here. It, your all's website operates perfectly. It's easy to buy tickets. You can pick your ticket. You know, it goes. It's simple. Nobody's going to make a mistake. Just go to the website. Yep. That's it. That's all you guys want us to know. Did we cover it all, Caleb? You can say yes or no. What do you think, pal? We got, buddy. Well, we have to leave a little mystery to it to get That's people good. To, get people to come here. And we That's, have to have a part two up on stage with Afro Man, and, <laughs> and there may or may not be smoking involved. Yeah, we'll I'll just throw that out there. We'll definitely do a we'll definitely do a chapter two. We'll we'll get you guys in here. Oh uh, my gosh! Maybe a little, do a little band interview as well or something. Oh man, I tell you, I, I, I onward and upward. I, I guess that's one last question I would ask. You know, what do you guys see in the future? Are you seeing anything you're going to expand or anything going to change? How's that going to work? Uh, definitely going to be doing more weeknight shows. I know that that's one of the things that they really want to push. Uh, revamping and kind of expanding the VIP section to to make it a little bit, you know, more of a VIP experience, if you will. Which that's kind of, that's why you have the QR code. Just kind of. Give the customer a little bit more for for the VIP ticket. Um, country, just, we're pushing country. A little bit more, a little okay. bit more country music. Amen, um, brother. <laughs> because you know we do. You know, a large part of our demographic is from you know northern Virginia and points north, but we want to draw. You know, we want to draw folks Winchester, in from Winchester Martinsburg, area, the, yeah. the, the Shenandoah Valley area. Uh, so country, you know, some country music. Bands like Low Water Bridge, getting some local acts from out that way. Chris, you know, Chris Darlington, getting those, getting those folks over here to put on a show as well. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, just uh, getting busier, getting busier. That's that's the future. That's for sure. The well, future. I hope it certainly does that, folks out there. It's simple. Come down seven east, get off the first Leesburg exit, make a left, and stay straight. The venue's right on your right hand side. You can't miss it. Nineteen West Market Street. It's so Leesburg. simple. So simple. Well, man, Chris. David, thank you guys. Caleb, thank you too, brother. I appreciate you being here. Thank you guys for sharing Absolutely. a little bit about Calico with us. Yeah, and uh, we'll look forward to all the great shows you know coming up in the future. Chris, did I miss anything though, other than the question? No, I think that's it. But uh, I'm dying to hear this question. <laughs> the question of the show again was the name the name the artist that was the first per, first artist to release a album exclusively on the internet. So it's not journey, right? It's journey not did the "Don't Stop Believing" question. Yeah, no, 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 this is this is different. The only problem is I don't know the album. This is crazy. I didn't get the album. I apologize. But the artist is Prince. Prince is the first artist oh. to release an album that was exclusively on the internet. Yeah, yeah, kind of interesting, right? He was. I watched that Super Bowl show with him, and I'd never seen him before the Super Bowl show, and. It's kind of wild. Greatest, like, greatest Super Bowl show. Who, who was that yeah. dude? Yeah. And it was pouring rain, wasn't it? It was coming down it, hard. Greatest that, Super yeah, Bowl show. It was wild. I'm only partial to the Super Bowl shows that the Steelers were in. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to put that out there. That'll actually bring fans in from our way. We got a lot of Pittsburgh fans out that way, that's for sure. Well, man, we appreciate you guys again so much. Uh, folks, make sure you get down here, support the Tally Ho, support local music as we always do. We appreciate you joining us for another episode, Chris. Thank you, sir, for handling all the duties again and making us sound good. I'm a great knob turner, man. I appreciate it, brother. <laughs> until we meet again, everybody, stay out of that left lane unless you're passing somebody. And until then, peace. <laughs>